Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, and Rick and Morty. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval. Hello. Today, Delaney and I are discussing the latest episode of Rick and Morty, Get Schwifty, uh, episode five, I think, of this season. I told you the title made sense. The title was actually relevant to the episode this I time. Told yes. you. Good you congratulations. For the first time ever. Um, it's this season, I guess. Uh, OverlyAnimated.com. You can find out everything about this podcast. We cover Rick and Morty every week. Uh, and, of course, as always with Rick and Morty Podcast, uh, this podcast might not be suitable for younger audiences. However, basically every other episode of podcasts we do is. It's just we are content suitable to the um, the subject matter being discussed. Uh, get Swifty, Delaney, what did you think of this episode? Um, I liked it. It was fine. Like, I, I don't know. It was just, it was decent. I don't know. I like music things, so I enjoyed it. And it was just typical dumb stuff going on. Elaborate on I like music things. Um, like, <laughs> music, but, like, I don't actually watch, like, American Idol stuff, but, like, I don't know. I like this, like, I don't, I like things like this where it's, like, a music competition and just cracked me up. And yeah. I, I mean, the, the part I really liked was like the religion stuff. Like that was really entertaining. Yeah, I get so. what. Yeah, uh, this this episode I think was fine. Um, like it's a letdown. <laughs> it's a letdown for sure. Coming off of last week. Uh, last week I feel like I don't we know could... how we could have topped last week though. Well, last week we had the best episode of the show. I think, in my yeah. opinion, I've heard, I've heard some people not like it, and I don't really get it, but. Um, I thought it was the best episode of the show. But, like, it's not that we need a top last week, but we could stay on that kind of high-quality level. This week is, um, uh, like, I didn't think, like, the concept execution was fine. It wasn't great. The B-plot was fine. It wasn't great. It was maybe too on-the-nose. Uh, it was, like, the most on-the-nose satire the show has done. Um, yes. And then, but most of all, I just don't think this episode was that funny. Like, it was fine. Uh, but I think it was more I chuckled a little bit, like here and there. Yeah, that I agree. But usually, but like last week had me cracking up. Um, yeah. Here's a good summary of my thoughts uh, from Zach Handlin at the AV Club. Uh, Ooh, my, shocker. my weekly quoting of them. But I feel like he was on the no, on the on point with this uh, his review this week. Um, and here's a here's a paragraph which uh, basically sums up my thoughts. Uh, the this half hour is the first real letdown of the season. There are enough good ideas to keep it afloat, but there are stretches where the writer where the writers turn to absurdity in exchange for telling an effective story, and in doing so, rob the episode of energy and intent. Like that whole thing with Ice-T, which was cute and everything, and the post-credits <laughs> gag was amusing, but had nothing to offer beyond the fact that it was really fucking weird. Weird can be good, but it can't support a whole entry on its own, not unless the show is going to really double down and make everything batshit. Here, we had a surprisingly tired riff on reality music show competitions. The giant floating head judges were swell, but uh, there wasn't much more to it. And a decent B story about a cold, and that's about it. Um, so, like, I think this is very accurate. Um, the, the whole, everything with Ice-T, it was one of, it, it feels like something that I should come into this podcast and say, this was, like, typical Rick and Morty, the great gag of the week. It's, like, super high concept and hilarious. And, like, I thought it was high concept, but it wasn't, like, hilarious. And I don't really know yeah. why. Well, uh, it didn't last very long. It was very at the end of the episode. And then Ice-T isn't, like, funny. Like, <laughs> like, like I love Ice-T, but, like, I don't think that. Funny well, we don't need to get into, like, the logistics of humor and why that wasn't, uh, like, 
that is base level funny, but I, I it, it's possible it was because of the rest of the episode. Um, like it was like it was, it was literally like it was like the last like I don't know like maybe six minutes of the episode. Yeah, well, they had him, and then he, he was there, and then he transformed into his thing, um, and then he came back and saved the day, and then he had the thing at the end, right? So it's, uh, it, I think the stinger's the funniest part. Yeah, I, I think the initial reaction to to him, like he transforms, and um, let me find it in the thing. Yeah, he says, "You can turn nice." He says, "My story begins at the dawn of time." Like that was, that I think was that funny. that was funny. It was like really over the top, and it was good. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if it sustains. I'm, it's I like stuff like this. Like this, that's what this show does. It has yeah. really fucking weird shit, and it just keeps going. But like this time. Um, it, it was just, I guess, a throwaway. And okay, so here's something. Maybe this it was like we just need Ice to be there and then leave. Yeah, it's like maybe this needed to be uh, tied into the concept of the episode, right? Like the thing I always point to is the scary Terry. Um, like that's the perfect of this example of the show. Like keep go- like keeping going in its concept and just being like hilarious and um, just over the top. Um, but that was like with the concept of the episode and uh, tied into the satire. Uh, the ice tea gag, I think, was maybe off to the side. Whereas the concept of the episode is um, alien invasion, uh, reality show spinoff, um, and like it didn't, it never, it didn't really do anything special with that no. concept. So I, maybe that's the problem. I'm yeah, not I mean, sure. like if it, maybe if like we had like shard ice tea like singing or something. Yeah, maybe if he sang, that would have worked better. I'm not sure. I mean, maybe if he had, like, told us his history in song. <laughs> okay, well, it, yeah, we could have done that, I guess. Uh, but, like, I guess, I don't know. Overall, it was good. Like, I, I did enjoy the episode. I didn't think it was, it was one of the least funny entries in recent memory, uh, though. And, uh, like, and I think the concepts were good. Like, like I said, we're, we're um, satirizing um, an alien invasion. We have everything going on with the president of Felter, fairy Doctor Huey. Um, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Rick uh, talking to the to the government and stuff like that and interacting there. Um, and we've and, literally had this episode where they went on the game show, like. And then we had the, them on the game show and Doctor Who too, right? So yeah. uh, it's just very, very Doctor Who-y, but it didn't like do that much beyond its initial thing. Like they go to an alien wide, um, uh, like a universe wide uh, competition, but uh, it's like so what? You know, <laughs> it didn't it didn't do much with it. Uh, and then the B plot was. Um, like if I didn't love this B plot, then like who is, <laughs> cause I'm all about <laughs> making fun of religion and satirizing that. Uh, and like the, the review said it's about a cult. I, I feel like this is satirizing yeah. just religion in general, but it I is, mean, yeah. similar, similar concepts, but, uh, I mean, it's... I mean, I don't think they really like touched upon it being a cult until like, they were like, we're going to spread it worldwide. Yeah, they they got a little cultish there, yeah. And I feel like if we're moving away, like I feel like the strong point of this B plot is going to be the satire of religion. And if we're moving to cult, yeah. it's like okay, we're gonna, you know, satirize Scientology ish, some something like that again. That's yeah. been done a thousand times. But uh, it's I like it, but it's just it was very not super intelligent for this show. Like this has been done yeah. a lot. It's uh, honestly done in a pretty lazy way. Like it wasn't really an interesting take or anything. Yeah, it, it it almost was interesting because of the family dynamics with Summer. Yeah. It almost got there, but I don't think it actually did get there. Summer wasn't, like, in it enough. It's like she, it, it also, it's like, yeah, maybe it needed to go further, but also, like, it didn't really make sense why Summer was. Or the potatoes. 
Like the potatoes? Like, okay, we, like, they would just, like, obviously we do that a lot, like, we jump around and, like, we're like, of course this doesn't make sense, it's absurd, Rick and Morty, it never makes sense. Well, yeah, no, I just mean, like, with a character, um, the character of Summer, it just doesn't make sense, really. Yeah, no, that, and then just, I mean, all of it that happened, like, we just kept jumping around, it was like, now they're suddenly a cult, and now they're growing potatoes? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that felt very random, yeah. And that, well, that was, I, that was, like, a more clever gag, but, like, you had, like, that's more, like... You have to have like a background and like you have to like there you have to like dig for that gag and like it's like and like it it's too short for it to even be funny. So yeah, it's it's I almost I almost like didn't get it. I mean, there's not much to get, but yeah. I didn't really react to it the first time I watched it, and only the second time I was like, oh, this actually is, they like that felt random the first time. Oh, that's the point, I guess. Um, yeah, but I it's I don't know. Do you think this is the weakest episode of the season? Oh, definitely. I mean, I liked it and like, but yeah, no, it's definitely the weakest. Like, it's. I mean, I was, I was kind of getting a little bored watching it. I mean, I've only watched it once. Yeah, it 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 kind of held up on a second viewing. I think it, it's like this I show think, is never going to have such a bad episode. I mean, the song, like the song, like I mean, the music part was like funny, and like the the heads was just that's like. I just thought the heads were funny. I feel like we didn't do enough with the heads. Um, no, like say it, like, obvious, obviously they don't say much, but it would have been funnier if they like talked more or like did something. It's, they just, I just need to go. We, did, I, I need this episode to take that next step, like that next layer into yeah. the scary Terry. You know, like I feel like that's what it's missing. Almost. Like there, like we had a concept, we just didn't like do anything with it. It's like this is. I feel like this is a good episode of. Um, this is like a very good episode of Family Guy or something, right? Like, yeah. It's like this is it, those shows are never go beyond like the le- the first level like this one, like the uh, unlike this show. But but for Rick and Morty, this is one of the bad episodes because the show is so good. And this is just like, eh. yeah, and it's it's yeah. I think I think this is probably the worst episode of the season. I mean, but bird you, person though, bird person bird was person. there. Okay, we'll get to bird person. We'll go through the specifics now. But uh, I think it's I think it's probably this one. There's an argument for episode three, but uh, this didn't hit no. the highs like episode three did at the end. Episode three. Episode three was. I would at least be. I was at least satisfied with episode three. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. So maybe you're even uh, lower on this than I am. I, I I'm not super unsatisfied with this. I That's mean, fine. I'm not. No, I'm not like. I mean, I'm not like. I, I don't know. Like, I just this episode was fine. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it's Rick and Morty. I'll watch it. It's good. It just wasn't like. I mean, I just, the stinger for me was, like, what I really liked. I thought it was funny. And then, like, the rest, like, that's, I like the iced tea thing. Even though it was silly, I liked it. And then okay, the president cracked. That's about it. Yeah, let's go through the, the episode. Okay, so Ar- Armageddon. Um, we have the news broadcast saying uh, this is triggering climate change and natural disasters we thought were impossible for at least another eight years. That was funny. Yeah, let's not make this political, Terry. Speaking of Terry, yeah. That's good. That was that was the best in the beginning, I think. And then yeah. the head says, "Show me what you got." Um, I feel like that's the concept of the. I feel like that was their starting point. <laughs> Just yeah. this giant head saying, "Show me what you got." Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Much. Interesting. Um, I noted uh, last week how Keith David was in episode four for a very short time, but now we actually see his. Uh, it seems like he recorded that. He, he they brought him in for this episode, and then they must have recorded him as uh, the giraffe last week because he was the president in this one. Um, Kind of a spoof of, uh, I think this is, Keith David's president is more of a spoof of, like, the president in 24. I never watched that show, but they, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure they had a black president. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think this but is like parodying. Even his design, it's the president for 24. Yeah. Like, I don't think this is supposed to be Obama. I think it's supposed to be like 24. Yeah. Um, he's uh, They walk into the war room and they're busy trying to show it what humanity's got, um, including string theory and stuff. I, I, I do like the head just being really ambiguous as it's. Uh, yeah. How are they supposed to know that it's? <laughs> is there just a Rick? How how did the other planets know? Was it? Is there just a Rick on every planet? I mean, there could be. Yeah, is that what we're saying? I mean, well, they only had what like five planets. Yeah, there are only like five of them. So, like, clearly, they probably go to a lot of planets and just they just blow them up if they're wrong. If they don't, they're like, oh, you're too dumb. You took too long. Blow up. Yeah, these are like so, the best of the best, I guess. But yeah. it could have just been the only five that ever did music. Yeah. Yeah, and they ha- probably had, like, there probably was a Rick on them. There probably was a, I mean, oh, well, there could, there could have like literally was, been a Rick on them, because there's a ton yeah. of Ricks, yeah. Yeah, but he, but maybe he just, like, but Rick would have wanted to be, he would have, he would have wanted to perform, so. So, yeah, it's not Rick himself, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we have the fake uh, military, we have the parody of the military general who wants, to, who wants to display their 70,000 megatons of Kaboom Boom. Kaboom, that was good. Kaboom Boom, yeah. He's, I don't know, that character was wet and was meh. They didn't really do anything special with him. Well, I mean, he, I mean, well, what they're parroting, like, you can't do anything with him, like. Yeah, but it's like, okay, it's, a very, it's another just very service level parody, you know. Yeah. Uh, Rick uh, has a watch that turns people into snakes, which we later get the payoff that it's just the, uh, an illusion, right? With uh, yeah. his, with his, um, what is it at the end? Uh it's his particle particle beam in the wristwatch and then a snake holster on his leg yeah that was was a good payoff that was one of the better things this episode yeah i enjoyed that uh the heads are cromulon from the cygnus 5 expanse i wonder if they really if they try to make these um their fake mythology uh i mean all all mythology and shows is fake but i wonder if they try to make it consistent because this seems very uh i feel like we've heard cromulon before but i don't know um i mean well it's just one of those things that, like, this isn't absurd at all for Rick and Morty. Like, of course there's a giant head, and this is what they don't. And, I mean, and of course it's still, again, very Doctor Who-y, where it's like, I who, where are these people from? Let's just give them a fancy place they're from and, like, weird name, and then, yep, they're an alien, I accept it. Uh, one thing I just thought of, I, fe- I think this is interesting that this is kind of the third um, really high-level being that we've met this season. That yeah. I, feel like is, I feel like is more advanced than anything we saw last season. Like that could be that could be something maybe they're like getting to this season is that I feel yeah it could be that we're just trending towards uh just uh, just higher level aliens I mean this is like th- these these are giant heads that can teleport entire planets but they even but even but even these seem like less advanced than like the the fart and uh, the like fourth dimensional time travelers from. Um, from the first episode so it's i don't know do you what do you get that impression do you think these are like uh, at least these are like beings with mass what did uh the fart call them like like two carbon-based life forms right these yeah, seem carbon-based. Like, these four these seem like some form of carbon-based life forms so i don't know well i mean i don't know if we know that i mean they they were also like different colors like i thought they were made out of like rocks or something i don't know they could be i don't know maybe they're gas too like the fart yeah who, who knows? knows who knows okay um yeah so we have suddenly they do the song um they need to speed on the talent and showmanship of lesser life forms so they talk about the dream which i hadn't heard of either so the president <laughs> mad at me too 
That was funny. The speaker system uh, in the sonic testing facility in Area 1. For God's sake, Nathan, the guy turns people into snakes. He can use Google Maps. That was that was really good. That was a good line. That might have been that might be the best line in the episode. <laughs> Expertly delivered by Keith David. Yes. Uh, yes. There was an earthquake at earthquake at the Grammys, and earthquake. only Ice oh, Ice T survived. I missed that the first time. I was like, "Why is everyone dead?" Oh, because the Grammys. Yeah, no, that was that really sense. Yeah, that was that was that was really funny. I like how Ice T at the Grammys. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, um, no, it was so good. But Rick dabbles in, um, <laughs> dabble. in music. Yeah. Uh, I hate him. We have, okay, we have the B-plot. We'll do the B-plot in a few chunks. Um, they're at the church, and the priest says uh, you need to double, I forget what you double down on. You always hit on a soft 16, so thank you, priest, for yeah. giving blackjack advice. Uh, the Jew says... When, 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 he's like, when God gives you an 11. Yeah, you double down, yeah. Then you always hit on a soft 16. The, the Jew says, tough church, uh, yeah. Why are they there? And then there's principal vagina. Uh, I didn't remember that the principal is called principal vagina. That's interesting. I didn't either. Uh, so he was like maybe in like the first two episodes in like there was, season one there was like, one episode at the school year. or something yeah, yeah. Uh, but the principal vagina says he's pledging his eternal soul to the thing that literally controls the fucking weather I like that that was also a really good line um, like that was just yeah okay but then we get the, the get swifty performance um, after they parachute down with Jamie with an EY yeah what did you think of yeah. the Get Swifty performance? It was quality. It was really good. <laughs> I mean, they had sh- they showed part of it in like the preview last week, and I was like, I'm gonna hate this song. I'm gonna get really annoyed. But no, got, it was so good. Did you so good. did you much like the head uh, like what they got? Yes. Uh, it was even better that they liked it. I was like, this is so dumb. I like what you got. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Highlights of the song for me were him shitting on the floor and not him, oh, yeah. literally shit, and he's Mr. Bulldog. Yeah. That seems about good. right, yeah. Um, but then the, we have the planet music thing. Uh, one planet gets disqualified. There's one every season that complains about that things. Was, I like that. Uh, our, our, our Bolesis Mentorosians show me what you got. I feel like that was my, I like that incredibly long alien name. Yep. Always good. Always good sign. Then we have... Okay, so let's talk about the conflict of the episode, I guess. the um, Um, Rick lies to Morty with the charge gun, and Morty takes off. Uh, The AV Club called this like a contrived... Not not a contrived plot, but a tired plot, because uh, they say that um, Rick's always being like the dysfunctional alien guy and um not alien guy but you know all-powerful being and morty's the one who's the moral one but oh it turns out morty's wrong and rick's always right and this is just another example of that do you did you think this plot was like not exciting this conflict Uh, yeah no it wasn't really exciting because it was like morty like well it was also an interesting more it was it was it really moral because morty was i mean morty was like hey we actually need to work on the song but like Morty also was like, I'm going to abandon the Earth to save the fam. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's like, better than saving no one. But well, yeah, but like, it'll be, I don't know. Like that, that was an interesting for it to be like a moral thing because, like, really, it's. I mean, it's moral, I guess, one way or the other. But if you, I mean, depending on how you look at ethics, yeah, maybe this is maybe this is like, more selfish than Morty usually is. Yeah, yeah, this uh, might be this might be the most selfish it's been. 
Yeah, Ice-T is about to leave because they're out of original flavor Fig Newtons, but then Rick Portals to get them. Yes. Uh, we we got the, we talked again. Yeah, we talked about the um, the ice tea thing. You can turn into ice. My story begins at the dawn of time. I don't know who was voicing well, ice tea there. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Probably Justin Roiland. I'm not sure though. Uh, uh, I'll just be ice floating through space, uh, and he's exiled because he didn't care about anything. They, I don't. They, I don't understand how they come up with these concepts, but <laughs> this one is interesting. I don't. Who knows. Uh, are you happy about the return of Bird Person? Yes, but I will. I did think it was interesting when Rick was like, oh, like you can't carry on like this. You won't be happy or whatever. When he left. Yeah. Which, in my, in my head, I get so confused. Like, I don't know when things happen. Uh, that was the end of the season, last season, right? No, when Ice T leaves. Oh, when Ice T leaves. Okay. That was yeah. Bird person. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that happened now. And then, um, yeah. And he's like, well, he said like, and Rick's like, trust me, like you can't do that for forever. And we were talking about maybe Rick's immortal. That made me, I don't know. They gave me a hint. No, I don't. I mean, I don't know. It was just being like high concept, high, high concept, but they were being, I guess. No, I'm well, yeah. Well, I just, I don't know. The dialogue was interesting. It was very and then we get bird person. So bird person. Yeah. Uh, in bird culture, this is considered a dick move. Bird person just continues to be great whenever, uh, whenever they appear. It's so great. Yeah, uh, and then the return of Tammy, who is with Bird Person. You know what this? That was that was great. You know what this human eats? Don't be gross, Tammy. And then Birdcock or Bird Dick. I'm not sure which one it was. I think I think it was Dick. I feel like it was but more likely to be cock because they say Dick early, uh, earlier in the scene. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh... Yeah. Who knows uh are you are you shipping uh bird person and tammy i mean uh, i guess i don't think I don't so it was really i don't funny. think anyone is really... <laughs> no but it was really funny like originally like bird person and tammy i guess it's good they're still together i mean yeah i mean i guess it's great that you can i mean i don't know bird person didn't strike me as like i don't know it's great doesn't matter uh back to the b plot other than the uh the picture of Rick and a baby. Oh, and, and Morty was eating debris from Bird Person's carpet. Oh, really? You don't know what people eat, and yeah. that's what that's what started all that. Yeah, uh, we have a we have all the stuff with the uh, the rest of the B plot now that we can talk about. Um, Summer being you know whoever, and then they reject that because that's not who Summer is. Um, yep. Then we the, it's just the entire thing with the reaction with uh, to the heads at the end. Um, and, uh, maybe we were correlating things that weren't related at all. Right. So that was the big summary of that. I did like that Beth, like throughout, I'm like, Beth is so Rick's daughter. It's great. Why is Beth Rick's daughter? Other than the the literal sense. Well, I just spent like the entire time. She's like, no guys, no, really. It it makes sense because she's like the smarter one. And also because she's, you know, seen that seeing yeah. things from rick i guess yeah um jerry didn't talk like at all in this episode a little bit at the end but yeah there you had jerry withdrawal what didn't we have enough jerry already no we had enough jerry that's why I'm, that's why i was like yes less jerry what about and Beth? literally the entire time was like shut up jerry i think you're just missing sleepy gary maybe they're not over him yet no they're, they're not <laughs> they they're need not. time they, they, uh, will never, they will never be 
uh, can you, we get the Morty and the president saga. Uh, Morty asks if he can fly it. Can the Pope's dick fit through a donut? Um, I'm not sure. Exactly. So that's good. Uh, Morty learns the lesson. Sometimes you have to not give a fuck. Interesting. Interesting. I feel like that was a good lesson. It's an important lesson. I don't know if it's an important lesson. Everyone needs to know that lesson. Uh, Ice-T comes back, saves the day after they disqualified from the nukes. Um, That's right. It is me. Ice-T. I care now. You made me care more. That was was great. Great great dialogue. A+. (laughs) And then we get the second performance of Head Bent Over, Raise That Posterior. I liked it. I think I think I like it better than Get Swifty. You like it better than Get Swifty? What? How? I think I think I don't know. It's just the beat. I don't know. There's something it was, about it. It's just oh, better. Man. It was the like dance. no, no, well, no. Okay, I'll think Get Swifty had the better dance. It was inferior in all aspects. That is my <laughs> argument. I don't know. This is no Get Swifty. <laughs> no Get Swifty. Get Swifty was a jam. I, as the oh, president I really says enjoyed that. Jam. I did. I did enjoy that they continued to say "get shrifty," and then everyone was like, "No, you just made that up." <laughs> no, it's a thing. Don't like, worry. Uh, Earth is the final winner. That we get the particle beam wristwatch thing we talked about earlier, and uh, yeah, nine hundred eighty seasons. What? It's like the nine hundred eighty yeah. season. How many planets have they disintegrated? It's really funny because this year was American Idol's last season. I don't know if everyone knew that. I didn't until like two days ago, yeah. so that made this funnier. The voice is still there though for our <laughs> for our singing competition <laughs> needs, and then we get the stinger. Um, Ice T comes in and says, "Magnesium J, hydrogen F, father." Um, what was his father? Was a Q. So that was a Q. Yeah. Good. His exile ends today. Welcome home, water tea. <laughs> so good. Does this make? I don't. Why does? I don't understand. I just, if I could just have like this, like if that, if this could have been the episode, like if we could, like I want a whole episode. You want a whole episode of I water tea and the rise of the numericons? Yes, please. <laughs> the, the, then I better crunch the numbers. It's it was <laughs> like it didn't make any sense. <laughs> This couldn't. No, sus- it made, it, this could not sustain an episode. No, it could. It, it could have. Definitely. I would have been all for it. I would. Have, I would have loved it. Yes. Definitely cannot sustain an episode. But great. Yeah, I don't know. I. I was just the weird. <laughs> that might be the weirdest stinger. I'm glad. Well, we... uh, no, it's the best stinger. I mean, it can be weirdest and best. Oh no! Blip, was it blips and chips? That that was actually the best. That was the best stinger. That was the just an, that was the ad though for Bill Spencer. I'll take this one over yeah. that one. Eh. I, eh. Eh. I really like the, the stinger. Might be my favorite part of the episode. Yeah, no, I. I it is part of the episode. That's fine. It, it's my favorite part. Yeah, so no, I think it was good. Uh, okay, overall, then we can discuss next week. Uh, overall, uh, good, yeah, not good, but the worst one. Yeah, what do you? Any new thoughts? We kind of discussed it a lot in the beginning. No, I mean, I, I mean, I liked it. I don't want, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, like, it's Rick and Morty. It's good. Just not, we've, we've definitely seen better. This was a bit of a disappointment. Just, just, I mean, of course, I think we were, like, I mean, how could we not be disappointed after episode four? I mean, it was bound to happen. Yeah. But. Expecting better from next week when, in which Justin Roiland, in an interview with Entertainment Weekly, calls next week's his favorite episode of the season. 
So I'm excited. Yeah, next week we. I did I, see preview. Okay, I'll tell you what the preview was. It was because um, I actually saw it this time. It was oh. uh, the the whole. Uh, it was they're trying to fix the their this Rick spaceship, and he has to go inside of his engine or something. And it turns out there's a micro microverse inside his engine. Um, oh, I'm excited already. And the leader of the microverse is voiced by Stephen Colbert. So that we're about to look oh, forward to. Oh my yeah, god. This is going to be good. This is going to be like the best episode. This also reminded so me a lot of this concept of Doctor Who. It's like the TARDIS breaking, the TARDIS being its own like life form and stuff like that. Yeah. Very right. I was thinking when they go into the Dalek. Also when they go into the Dalek. Yeah, that makes sense too. Which is naturally my favorite episode because Daleks. Because Daleks. Doctor, Doctor Who coming. We'll have a few weeks of overlap when both Doctor Who and uh, Rick and Morty are on, I think. so. It'll, and it'll be like, the parallels will just be intense. It'll just be very present, yeah. That'll be good. All right. Um, yes. I'm Dylan Heisen. That's Delaney Stovall. You can find everything about this podcast at overlyanimated.com. Uh, uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons. Uh, Andy, Beatrice, Mitch, Nate, Cordell, Shayna. Uh, Buzz Lightyear, Beatrix Strange, Fever Mitch, Nathan Villian, Cordell University, Hey Now. Tonight is um, Gravity Falls. Yay. We're going to be discussing the latest Ooh. episode of Gravity Falls. And then the rest of this week is the last two parts of me and Delaney's uh, watch through of Over the Garden Wall, which we have already recorded. And the last pod, the po- Friday's podcast. I was podcast. about to be like, wait, didn't we are? <laughs> yes. No, they're coming out then. Friday's podcast is going to be very long. So, and it's not very long, but it's one of our longer ones discussing all of Over the Garden Wall and the ending. A lot to discuss there. Um, so we'll be back with next week's Rick and Morty next Monday, probably. Hopefully. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Any last thoughts, Delaney? I liked the episode, but eh. But eh. Uh, yeah. And I apologize for being eh. For being eh? Not usually air, just. I mean, yeah, it's fine. You need to discuss uh, episodes. I've, I've, I've seen. I think people's opinions are the same as Ireland on this one in general, from what I've seen so far. But yeah, hope, looking forward to the next week and Stephen Colbert. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.